Hey, what's up, guys? It is Coach Witt here. Hey, guys. Coach Buffy. I'm here with Buffy. It is March 25th already. Uh, can you believe that? I really can't. I, I feel like we say this every time we, we kind of get together. It's like, oh, my gosh, can you already believe it's this much further uh, down the road? Um, but we are we're excited. The Open is over. We both did the workouts. We felt mm-hmm. pretty good, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I liked all of them. Uh, but I'm glad. I'm glad it's over. That's a stressful time for us as coaches at work, and I agree. Getting everybody on the same page and everybody together, and judging and laying out the floor plan, and just all the things that kind of go into it. We are kind of glad that it's over. Uh, I don't know about you, but I really enjoy the the three week open more than the five, which is what we used to have. Yeah. Yes and no. Like I like. I I, I wished there was a heavy lift. Yeah, I agree with you there. That's the only thing, right? And maybe that's just because they only had three versus five. I would have liked to seen a heavy lift, but that's really it. Well, you know, last year they had the heavy lift attached to right. the last workout. Which that, is what I thought. That would have been cool Correct. Uh, to do that again. So That's what I was thinking would be, and then it just didn't. So, I mean, it was different, and we all thought it would be different yeah. because a different um, – you know, headmaster. New head person. Yeah, <laughs> strange. I don't know if you saw like all the quarterfinal workouts. Somebody from the game staff leaked the workouts early accidentally. It was just a, a just a huge mess going on over there right now. So oh, no. we'll, well, we don't have to worry we'll about that. We'll see what happens. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today for like the 90% of us that didn't make it to the qualifier, the next round. We wanted to kind of talk about what's next you know we we had i think two or three people that maybe made it on to the next round from here mm-hmm. and then the rest of us average joes um we're done after the three weeks so crap i'm not gonna make it right. to the crossfit games this year so what what do i do next what what should my focus be in the next couple of months and and where where are we kind of headed yeah, I think it's like so important to not just be done. Like, are we done? And, you know, at 5 a.m., we always say exercise class is about to start. But it's like, it is just exercise class, but it's more than that. We need to have goals or else it's like, wh- where are we going, right? I mean, that it's great to have great goals in our lives and they need to be specific. So it's a great time after the competition to look back and go, what could I have done better? Where did I have some faults or some movements that I really struggled with? You know, it reminds me of the open workout where Froning couldn't do the legless rope climbs. And boy, he came back that next year and just looked like a completely different athlete. He did. And so I feel like we could take a little nod there from him and go, okay, I'm going to reset you know I didn't like the way for me like I want my chest to bar pull-ups to be more fluid and and to be able to do you know more than really a set of four sure more fluidly so that would be maybe a goal that I would set and you know we can get into later more like what a smart goal is and and you know what that looks like but I think that's that that would be my perspective is let's look back what could we have done better where were there some opportunities some movements that could be improved or learned and and start there. Yeah, you know, like a good way to find out what you need to do is is by doing the open. That's why I really like it. I'm not a huge fan of like 
the competitive part and and the pressure and all that. But Mm -hmm. it is nice to be able to go back. We repeated a workout uh, before the Open started this year from 2016, I think, something Uh like that. And uh, that time I didn't get like any of the muscle ups. It it ended with muscle ups. And then like this time around – I got like five, so it took like six years <laughs> yeah. to get five extra reps. But you know, I was really, pr- I was really yeah. proud of those reps. I couldn't do any in 2016 or or whenever it was. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's a good way to kind of, like you said, tell what you what you kind of need to work on, and then places that you could you could kind of like increase your uh, performance a little bit. You know, like the first couple of workouts this year weren't that technical. But you could kind of tell, like, if you needed to work on moving faster or, Mm -hmm. you know, like the wall walk. If you don't don't practice that to, like, that standard during the year, then that's kind of tough, like, on that day to have to get to the tape line and all that kind of stuff. So I think it gives you, like, a good idea of maybe where you you kind of, like, need to focus some attention going forward. Yeah, and I liked in that first one, I remember thinking, oh, man – it was the first or the second one. It was that heavy kettlebell or dumbbell snatch. The first one. Yeah, the first one. And I was like, oh, man, I almost always don't do the 35-pound kettle – I mean, a uh, dumbbell. And I was like, man, this is going to teach me a lesson. This is sure. going to hurt a little bit. Sure. You know, I'm going to have to really protect my back and use, like, that swinging motion and keep it really close to my body. And so that was a good lesson for me. I think when the open starts to get closer – next year, I will kind of ease myself back into, I mean, I'm 45 years old. I just want to be fitter than I was yesterday exactly, and stay remain um, uninjured. So I don't need to prescribe every workout. And there's definitely some movements like I just know better. But I also think to get better, we do need to touch those weights a little bit more and let my body feel them, not just in the open. So I thought that was a good kind of take away for me to go, okay, I got to work with this dumbbell every now and then. And definitely as we're building up to it next year. Yeah. And that's why I like the goat days that we do Mm -hmm. so much kind of before, because we don't know what the workouts are going to be. So that gives you kind of an opportunity to practice things that, you know, like practicing is really not fun. It's not a lot of Mm -hmm. fun to practice things that you're not good at. Um, So I think kind of putting it in that format makes it a little bit easier. I was really worried about the second workout, the deadlift mm-hmm. weight. Not mm-hmm. that I not that I couldn't do that weight. Um, but like if that was a workout in class, I would have scaled to something that was a little yep. more manageable for me. My goal was the same as yours to not hurt myself. Like we we're gonna talk in a, a couple minutes about non CrossFit goals. Um and like I, I've been training for like this other race and stuff and I just didn't want to to hurt myself. So I was a little kind of worried about that, but everything turned out to be fine. Like I had by the end of the open, I had uh, one rip on my hand from that last workout. That's great. Um, and other than that, like I came out, you know, kind of like pain free. So I was pretty happy. I'm at the point now where I only do the workouts once. Yep. You know, I used to be the guy that redid all of them just to see if I could do better. And I, that one time, did you ever do better? I hardly ever have done better any time that I've ever uh, repeated them. Yep, me too. Uh, somebody like Dan, he gets better on just about every every one when he repeats. So I, I, I think if that's like your thing, I think that's cool. But for me, like I said, I got other things going on outside of the gym right now. Yep. I wanted to do the workout hang out with my friends, talk a little bit of trash, not hurt myself, and then 
be done. Yeah, you know? yeah, so. yeah. So I think that's great, and I love that you also had another goal, something a little bit more. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, outside of your comfort zone or outside sure. the box. I think that's a great thing, too. We want to be the master of nothing, right? So, you know, jack of all trades kind of thing, master of none. So it's like we want to we wanna expose ourselves to different styles, movements, different, you know, capacities, like uh, time capacities. And um, I love that you set that goal. You've been training for it. I've been seeing you out there running yeah, it's great. Um, Man, so it's, tell us a little bit hard. about that. Yeah, so last year I did a triathlon, and I really just kind of enjoyed the endurance aspect. It was fun to do something. Like, I love CrossFit, but it was fun to swim and to, like, ride the bike. And then I've always kind of enjoyed running, but never at, like, a longer distance. And so this year, uh, and we're going to talk about, like, our goal board that we had in a minute. But mm -hmm. this year, one of my goals, I just wrote down half marathon. I never run that distance before. And then I conned two or three people into doing it with me. And then we decided, well, let's do it on the trail. That'll be That's so much crazy. nicer than doing <laughs> yeah. it on the road. So I didn't own, like, any trail running shoes. I had, you know, like, hiked on the Greenway a couple times mm -hmm. or, like, the Whitewater Center, but never run like this it's really been like a crazy kind of eye-opening experience it's it's hard yeah um, it's to me it's much more pleasurable you're out in nature and there's like birds and squirrels you're running like by the creek and it's it's pretty and you know you it, you it's not as boring to mm -hmm. me as running on the road you have to pay attention to where you're going and you're watching the ground and all mm -hmm. that um, but man, I really, I feel like I'm, like I'm 40, uh, like I feel my age after, you yeah. know, like my knees, my back, my hips, it takes me like a day or two to kind of, um, be able to, to kind of feel a hundred percent again. So well, it's, I love it. I think it's very inspirational. I think that, um, you know, you don't have to just sign up for something major and I love that you're doing that. I think that would be too much for me. Sure. Um, I did something similar at the beginning of this year. I was like, I, I don't also like to run. I, I don't like the way it feels on my back. I prefer weight loading or weight bearing um, exercises. But I was like, you know what? I can run a mile and really be okay. So I started committing. First, I committed to like, okay, I'm going to walk. I have a weight vest at home. It's super comfortable. So I'll walk in my weight vest a mile a day with the dog. Then I started going every other day I would jog. Um and so now I'm up to almost every day running the mile with the dog. And like you said, it's more enjoyable. I have the weight vest on. For the most part, I can keep the weight vest on. You know, sometimes when we have workouts here, it's not as it's right, not as right. wise to run with the weight vest also. But for the most part, like, and obviously my dog loves it. Um, she gets super excited when she sees me go towards the weight vest, you know. Sure. But I think if we don't do that, and we don't have something to work towards, we can really fall into this mediocrity trap of just kind of like, well, yeah, I'm I'm not trying to get better at anything. I'm not pushing myself. And, and CrossFit's great. Right. But it's like, what I'm trying to say is we don't want to fall into that just uh, mediocrity, I guess, right. is what right. I'm trying to say. Well, and you know, like if you go back to like the the fitness and hundred words or whatever, mm -hmm. like the last one is like regularly learn and play new mm -hmm. sports, right? So like that's part of what we're supposed to be doing. And I, I kind of agree with you. Like I said a minute ago, like I, I love CrossFit. Um, it's the only thing that I've ever 
like really enjoyed, stuck with, loved it. Like I, I cannot never see myself not doing it again, but Mm -hmm. it's like you can only do the same style workout over and over before you need something else. Right. And like for me, like getting out and running or whatever, really, and having something else to train for, even though I'm still coming to the gym, I'm still working out, but Mm -hmm. I've got like a different focus outside of this. And it's just been really nice to like, take a break and and do something else. And it doesn't have to be running. You might want to like, you know, I don't, I don't know, um, play basketball or kayak or mm-hmm. what, whatever it is outside of this, you know? So um, I will say that like the running, I've, I've lost a decent um, amount of the dad bod I had going on that kind of mm-hmm. went away pretty quickly. And like my cardio and stuff when we do, when we do workouts in the gym is much improved, but I can also tell that like my lifts have gone down and stuff, you know, right. it's like a little bit of a trade off. So, yeah, but it's what your goal is, right? So um, I love that smart goal acronym. Um, and I think like where people will go, okay, cool. That's all great and all, but I'm not going to run a mile with a weight vest or I'm not doing a half marathon trail. Cool. Yeah, you do you. So smart goals. The, the thing to really keep in mind is it needs to be specific, of course, measurable, um, attainable, realistic, and time sensitive, right? So we want something that we can measure like, okay, you're going to do this. You picked, you know, the trail run. Is it, is it, you know, attainable yes is it you know measurable yes you're gonna measure it in time (laughs) right um is it specific yes all those things um is it realistic and i think this is where also athletes can struggle is because um maybe we as coaches and trainers can really identify if that's a realistic goal but the average joe or athlete out there might need help from a coach saying is it realistic for me to get a chest to bar pull up in the next two months. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you have a kipping pull-up already? Do you have the strength? So that might be a little a conversation that you have with a coach. You might take the gymnastics course or something like that to make that a little – get a better idea of what's actually realistic. Because sometimes, especially right the first of the year or the second of the year or the open, we have these unrealistic right. goals that are like, yeah, I'm going to get you know five bar muscle-ups. <laughs> it's like I didn't even get close to that because – it was not realistic. I've not attempted one all year, Correct. but I'm going to come out. Correct. Yeah, so. And so I think that's a really big piece of that SMART goal that gets sometimes a little bit lost. Um, and we're coming up on a goal setting um, sessions. Uh, we do them every quarter. Uh, we have goal setting sessions here at our gym. But I think if you're listening and you're not part of our gym and you really want some help, this could be a great opportunity. Shoot us an email to get some SMART goals set up that are realistic um, because that I feel is the biggest opportunity. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why the goal setting session is so important. And then the personal training aspect that we do a lot of here, you know, like a lot of times in class, the workout is so long or there's so many pieces, you don't really get as much specific Mm -hmm. kind of teaching on one thing, you know, and it's like you said, you can't really expect to lose a hundred pounds in six months or get a muscle up if you don't practice or double under, or if you're at a starting point to where like you can't run that mile without stopping, you're not going to be getting a six minute mile by the end of this year. Right. But what you might could do is get to the point where you could run a mile without stopping in 
12 minutes Mm -hmm. and then 10 minutes and Mm -hmm. then maybe eight minutes the year after that. It's like, I think that's important to remember is like, this is never over. Right. It's like, so, um, it's just, I feel like people just want things to happen so quickly. And then, you know, like if you don't get that muscle up in the open, it's like, well, then this is, this is not for me. It it didn't work. Right. And it's like, and in reality, you maybe set a goal that was a little bit unrealistic or you didn't put in the work on the back end that, that you should have. And then that's why it kind of like you, you fell short, you know? So I think that's why the goal setting session, the personal training part is so important. And the nutrition, right, is in there too. So I think that's also a big piece. Like when our goal setting, a lot of times we'll hear like athletes say, you know, well, I just want to get fitter. I want to get stronger. And it's like, okay, talk to me about your nutrition. And they're like, well, I'm working out all the time, you know. (laughs) And so there's just all those different pieces. It's like utilize your coaches, utilize these, you know, different programs you're going to have to make some changes. They might be small right in the beginning, some small behavioral changes, whether it's you're trying to get a gymnastics movement or increase your running time or mile time or increasing, you know, losing body fat. You're going to have to change and put some work in. But to your point, I love like just getting a little bit better, small steps that you start to become, start to become behaviors. And then, you know, that momentum builds, you get a little bit of, you know, progress and you start to build on that momentum, you know, you did not just go, I'm going to sign up for a trail run, half marathons, crazy, right? You did not do that and then not start running and then running on uneven, uneven, you know, pavement and then, yeah, running in the woods. Like if you did that, you would get injured or you would give up. For sure. Um, Yeah, it's definitely a little bit harder. And then I can't tell you the number of times that like I've tripped and almost fell. (laughs) You got to watch out for like the roots and the rocks and all that. But it's been fun. I've I've enjoyed it. So I'm interested. The race is next Saturday. It will be fun after next Saturday to go back to just running for pleasure rather Mm -hmm. than, okay, today I've got to go this many miles or this amount of time Mm -hmm. or or whatever. So I am kind of um, excited about that part. Yeah. Well, so in the goal setting session, let's talk a little bit about that. So with the goal setting session, um, your coach, you sit down with a coach, we're going to ask you, you know, where, what were your goals? Have they changed since you've been here? I love that, right? Looking back and kind of like, what was my goal? Did I reach any goal? And then we also will ask, um, you know, what have you done that you're super proud of already? Which is also a great way to kind of go, okay, yeah, like I was able to get five ring muscle ups this, you know, I wasn't you um, (laughs) on this last workout, you know? So that's really, that's something that, you know, you could bring up at that point. You're looking at your achievements and the things that you've already accomplished. And then we talk about like, what would you like help with? And at that point, that's where it's really good to have that SMART goal in mind. If you haven't already, you know, if you can start thinking about it now so that that coach can help you. Yeah. So I love the goal setting session and specifically the part nine out of every 10 people, when we ask them what their goal was when they started was to lose weight Mm -hmm. or to look better or whatever, right? That's why they came here. When you ask them, what is your goal now? Just about every single one of those says, well, I want to get better at 
doing this or mm-hmm. that. I, I love that part, right? Because then it's like you're not worried so much about like what you look like or, or that specific weight or this or that. You want to get double unders or you want to get that first, um, you know, pull up or something like that. And I just mm-hmm. think that's so much, I think that's better than Agreed. having a goal of like, okay, well, this is what my ideal body looks like. It's like, how do you know when you get to that, that you're going to be satisfied with that? Exactly. You know, like I've gotten, that, I've gotten down to like really low body fat before and was still not happy with the way I look. So it's like, we're talking about smart goals. Like I think performance goals are, are smarter than um, kind of looks. Mm-hmm. And so the, I always think that's really cool. Like everybody says, when I started here, I wanted to, to lose or gain weight. I wanted to change the way my body looks, but now I want to be able to do pull-ups or I want to deadlift 300 pounds or this or that. And I just think that's really neat in the goal setting. I agree. And it's so good too, because it's like you've, you've developed mentally as an athlete, you know, we love to develop athletes, but also like, you're right. It's not so vain. It's they, they want to learn a new skill. They want to get out of the box. They're they've, they've, they basically drank the Kool-Aid, sure. which I love. Yep. Um, so I agree with you. So what, what, um, that you're that average Joe sitting out there right now. Um, what can they do? What's their first step? Uh, so my first step, if it was me, would be to set up a goal setting session. Um, if you go to our gym, we're going to be starting those next week, mm-hmm. maybe. So you guys will see a link to be able to sign up for that. If you don't go to our gym and you want to come have a goal setting session or you want to do it over the computer or something like that, we can make that happen as well. We'd be glad to help you even if you don't um, work out at our gym. So that would be first figuring out where I want to go next and where I want to put my energy. And then after that, I would say figure out a plan either by yourself or with your coach or with your, with your trainer, whatever, um, how am I going to achieve my goal of the 10 minute mile or mm-hmm. the double under or the 300 pound deadlift in a realistic time frame, and then figure out that plan and then get to work. Right. Like, yeah. um, the best plan in the world is not going to work if you don't, if you don't put in the, you know, the, the hard work behind the scenes. So you got to know like where you're going to go. You got to know how you're going to get there. And then you actually have to like do the work to, yep. to do that. So that's, that's what I would do. I think I totally agree. I think it's really important to, like you said, that second step of like having somebody with you. We all need accountability. There are very few individuals. I have one client that I can think of that literally can just do it on his own and he is just completely motivated, yep. works out in his garage every day, gets yep. better, puts in that's hard. That's very most hard. of us need accountability. Sure. Somebody also to help us with that plan, make sure it's realistic. So as I say this is the part that's like very important. Figure out what it is you want to work on. And then with that coach, make sure it is realistic and what are the steps you need to be taking to get there. Perfect. Sounds great to me. Why cool. don't you um, tell us uh, where where people can find us and where people can set up a goal setting session if they want to? Awesome. So you can email either me or Coach Witt. Um, my email is Buffy, B-U-F-F-Y at liveactivectlt.com. Coach Witt's email is Witt, W-H-I-T at liveactivectlt.com. That's it. Let us know if you'd like to set up one of those sessions and we'll go from there. Cool. Thanks, guys. Great podcast. Later.